Welcome to the Media Bubble Podcast, the podcast that talks about all geeky media. Uh, I'm Carol, and he's Frederick. Let's get this started. Yeah. In today's episode, we'll be covering the D23 convention? Exp- exposition? Exhibition? Yeah, what? It's kind of like Comic-Con, but the D23 happens every two years instead of ev- every year. And if you wonder why we are making an episode about D23 and not Comic-Con, is kind of because I feel like Comic-Con is just so confusing. There's so much here and there and there and here. I mean, yeah, I can see it. I can see that it's just so confusing to get, like, to neatly summarize. The D20... D23 was still a, lo- a lot of a lot of that too, but it kind of focuses on uh, some specific point, so it was easier. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, I think D23 website they have like a dedicated summaries of, of each day, which is just so much easier to follow. Yeah, I, I know. I did notice that that a little bit later because I. First, I started to get informa- information about everything via their uh, Twitter. And then I noticed that they had some kind of summaries that we're going to use for these videos on D23 website. They have kind of uh, things from every every of the, of the three days, what has been announced and things like that. I mean... Because I remember you brought up the idea to take to talk about D23. I didn't even know it existed. Well, now you know, Carol. It has been going on for a couple of years. Like, what the hell? So is D23 an event or is it a, fa- or is it a fan club? It's an event in, in, in that case. And also... A, a, lot, because... a lot of can, fans can go to this convention and... Uh, look around and there's more more there's more stuff than this news that comes out and there's interviews with certain disney creators and things like that but yeah it's a di- a, an event if you're a disney fan and now if you're a marvel fan and lucasfilm fan too i guess because disney owns those things now yeah money talks and, and disney buys up everything yeah because i was wondering so as you said it's not only the event it's also like you can keep up with uh, with disney related stuff but i feel like it's very for as you said it's 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 for the disney fans someone who wants to be like in more disney Hmm. well i am kind of a big disney fan so (laughs) okay so um some some things about this episode is uh, we're going to skip certain things. We're going to skip the video game portion. There barely was a video game portion, but uh, uh, there was some kind of things. Uh, the, we are also going to skip Disney Legends inductions. Uh, and uh, we're also going to skip the theme parks uh, stuff because... We don't. We have not re- uh, really anything to say about that. I feel like. Actually, I'd rather if I don't. I don't. I don't want to go on a full tangent. But I did want to mention some of the stuff they announced. And it's a little bit something that I feel that you'll be interested in. Okay. Uh, 
we can take that in case, that case a little bit later uh, uh, then. All right. So uh, it's still it's still park related and not movie and show. It's just something that's still interesting. Okay. But nevertheless, let's go over the announcements. Okay, so I guess we're going to start with the two animation companies, uh, Pixar and uh, Walt Disney Animation. And we're going to start with Pixar. And uh, let's see, the first thing I have written down is uh, Elementals. Uh, let's see if I can find this. Elementals. Uh, first up, filmmakers Peter Sohn and Dennis Rem join, doc join Doctor on stage to discuss Elementals, uh, an all-new original feature film releasing on June 16, 2023. So, who directs the film shared the personal inspiration behind the film, a story of Im immigrants pursuing uh, dreams in beautiful neighborhoods where language and cultures come together. Uh, filmmakers introduced uh, the characters in Elementals with a set in a city where um, fire, water, land and air residents live together. Ember is a tot and fiery young woman and Wade is a fun and sappy go-with-the-flow guy. Helping, br helping bring them to life are uh, Leigh Lewis and uh, Mahmoud At Ati. Who were warmly welcomed to the Hall D23 uh, stage. Uh, so this movie I just feel has such an interesting look for me. I'm, this is one of the things that I'm very interested in see in the future of just the these two el or these elements as characters. And I don't know the the look of the film how the guy the guy character kind of looks like. He's made of water and the woman of fire. I, there's just something about this that f feels so appealing to me. Like it, 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 it feels like this film was created for animation. I feel like if it if it wasn't Pixar, I would be doubtful to how how it would look and how it would turn out. But from what we've seen so far, like it seems really nice, and knowing Pixar, it it mm. it will have a, probably a good story as well. The kind of only thing that we have right now is concept art, and well, yes, we only have the the poster that they released, the concept art, and the little story blurb that you just retold. Yeah, like, uh, but it's a film that comes next year, and I I don't know. I'm kind of excited for it. Me too. It's it it it. It just it's it's just something about those four elements and what I feel you can do with, with this creative thinking that I'm looking forward to see how this how Pixar can uh, tackle this uh, project. Yeah, they always they ha they always have a knack to make each project special. So even though we don't really have much anything to go off of. My, I, I have hope. I have high hopes. Yeah, and uh, let's see what do we have next? A new original series, Win or Lose. Uh, oh yeah, I'm excited for that. Win or Lose. Director directors Kerry Hobson and Michael Yates provo provided a closer look at Pixar's first ever long-form series and what inspired it. The series follows the Pickles, a co-ed middle school softball team in the weeks leading up to the championship game. 
Each episode takes place uh, the same week, highlighting the perspective of different main characters, players, their parents, the the um, umpire, umpire uh, is reflected in a unique visual style. Hobson and Yates reveals that Will Forte will voice Coach Dan in the series, and shared a shout out Forte record for the occasion. Followed by a special clip just for fans. Win or lose streams on Disney Plus in fall 2023. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> you didn't really leave me, leave me much to say. I, I just uh, read what was on here. Sorry. You can read <laughs> the next one if you want. But the thing is, I am not really interested in the next one. Okay, sorry for that then. <laughs> no, it's all right. Uh, but as I said, I am interested in Win or Lose. It 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 has a nice, soft style. It's a football. It's it's a baseball league. There's different perspective. Each each episode will be a different perspective. Mm. Each, and the whole series is just like culminating in this like win or lose scenario. This grand finale. Like, I can see it work. Do you want to? I'm excited. Do you want to know a bit of a weird thing? I wasn't really that. Excited for this, but me, me just now reading what the show is actually about kind of made me a bit, bit uh, excited for it. Just oh, so this is going to be a different perspective with each of the characters for this scenario. Yes, and I feel like on the expo they also shared some clips from the episodes. So even so, uh, you can imagine as uh, most of the main characters will be kids. So all of the situations they will be in, they'll be, the reality will sometimes be distorted by their feelings. Mm. So, for example, if they have a really, really unlucky day, maybe the the, the sky will be stormy and each hill will be bigger than the next one. Things are falling mm. down and everything is just crashing down. There can, al so, can also be a character that is, uh, that that kind of uh, is that person that has to win at everything, and another person that's kind of yeah. That is kind of, yeah. I don't really care. I I I feel that there there definitely will be the character, but also on the D twenty three website, they chose a good photo mm. of all the main characters involved. But I feel like they should have made it stand out more because it's only a, a character shot. Yeah. People in green costumes, not really that. Exciting. I guess this is kind of to show off uh, most of the characters and a bit of their personality, I guess. Yeah, but also their team is called the Pickles, which I can stand by. <laughs> it's a Carol approved. Okay. I mean, Pickles are amazing. <laughs> uh, I'm not the biggest fan, but okay. Uh, do you want to read the next one, Carol? Well, the next uh, thing announced was Elio, I think it's called. Mm. Uh, so let me see. It's a story about an 11-year-old dreamer, Elio, who is a indoors man, and he's artistic and creative. Uh, his mom, who runs a top-secret military project, is working to decode a strange signal from outer space. Uh, but it's her son who makes the contact, and he gets beamed into space, and he's mistaken for an intergalactic ambassador for Earth. Uh, yeah, that's a mistake. <laughs> and... We don't really have much more information than that. I don't feel like they've released any more 
stills or yeah. pictures or concept art? Yeah, well, this is a movie that is a bit farther away. It's spring 2024. Exactly. So, there's, there, as I said, I'm not hyped for it because unlike Elemental, which we have concept art for, this is just an image. Mm. Yeah, it's it's kind of hard in some way. I'm I'm not exactly sure what I feel about the plot itself, if I'm being honest. Let, let, let's see. This is a project that we probably need a bit more information about, I guess. But but if you look at the if you look at the image now, I noticed. I feel that the plot will be the kid goes on a summer camp. Is he missing an eye? I think it's an eye patch, yes. Otherwise, it might be like a like a gauze or like a like he maybe hurt his eye. But I feel like he's gonna end up on a summer camp and at a summer camp, and that's how he'll make contact mm. with the aliens. I I just kind of feel like this story might be a bit predictable. Of oh oh, the the aliens think that he is the representative of Earth, and he he starts to lie, and they t- think that he actually is, and then it's kind of like. Uh, they, they figure later on that oh he isn't I mean it could also be like a E.T. situation where uh, Elio has to hide all the aliens that set loose on his summer camp what, what, what did you get the summer camp from there does the stands anything about the summer camp here okay so if you look at the promotional image behind the main character you can see tents and flag the main character is wearing scout shorts and an outdoorsman outfit. Oh, you're correct. Huh. Good idea, Carol. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but this is one of the pictures. But there, there might be more. Maybe I misinterpreted, misinterpreted the story. Well, and the last thing this uh, Pixar announced is Inside Out 2. It's coming so- sometime. We don't really know. It's kind of just it was announced. We don't yeah. really have much information than that. Are you excited? I, mean, Pi- I am. Pixar is not... I don't feel like Pixar is known for, for the sequels. Uh, recently they have been known for sequels. Well, yeah, okay, Monsters University, Cars 2 and 3, uh, let's see, Incredibles 2, uh, Finding Dory. Yeah. Yeah, actually, now you are incredibly correct. I just didn't feel like Inside Out does, like needed a sequel. But it will, it will be interesting to see it. Like, I'm for you, emotions. Uh, of of a lot of this, this or Pixar movies that has a, has a shen, uh, that has a concept for getting a sequel, I feel like Inside Out is probably one of the better ones, to be honest. I feel like there's a lot you can do, bring more emotions in, and yeah, let's see. I mean, everyone's life is, isn't really the same at when they're like a young adult when compared to being a kid. So if they wanted to write this idea out, they could probably make a sequel and something else after that, like a Inside Out, the finale. Yeah, do, do you think that they're going to make her a teenager, maybe? I mean, she was like a preteen at the end of the movie. Mm. So it could be. Yeah. Uh, let's see, and uh, some more stuff. Uh, we have some something that I guess we are calling the the red mark uh, or something like that, that in uh, these kind of in these events, and that's kind of when 
they kind of just say that something is coming and no more information is really out about it but uh, uh, so we have some stuff that's called Red Marked and Zootopia Plus short stories November 12, 2022 it's shorts of the Zootopia uh, animals from, yeah. from the film I feel like when I heard the announcement, I, w I just thought to myself, wait, isn't it like already out? Didn't they promote Disney Plus with Zootopia Plus? Well, they have announced this before. This is an, a new announcement, but uh, uh, they, uh, yeah. Because I feel like I even made a note. They announced this Zootopia Plus in December 2020. And since then, we didn't really get new information besides like a pro promotional poster. Yeah, that's kind of it, I guess. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm not really that excited for this because I'm not really sure what I can get that much out of a short, to be honest. I feel like I'd be more excited if it was closer to the release of the original film. Because right now, I haven't seen Zootopia, Zootopia in years. Yeah, actually, when I think about it, we saw that one in cinema together. Yeah, I think it, like, released 2016? When was Zootopia no, released? Yeah, actually, that's correct, Carol. 2016. So, we were already uh, four, five, six years after release. Like, you can't expect people to wait for the shorts that long. Mm. Uh, let's see, we also have Iwayu. Uh, let's see, coming to Disney Plus in 2023, Iwayu is an all-new all original lo long-form series created in collaboration with, with Pan-African comic book entertainment company Kugali. Uh, Lee invited on the stage Kugali filmmakers. Uh, Carol, do you want to say their names? No. <laughs> Uh, I'm thank, sorry, thank, it's just that I know you. I'll butcher them all. Uh, oh, th this is not going to go well for me. Ulufi Kayu Siki Adula Hamid Ibrahim and Tulu Ulufuyeku. I'm glad that you gave it a try. Who introduced the setting of the series? A love letter to to La Lagos, Nigeria. They des described the w world of Iwayu as a futuristic uh, depiction, a world bursting with color, unique visual elements, and technology the achievements, inspired by the spirit of Lagos, which is physically divided into into an island and mainland separated by both water and socio-economic stages, the coming-of-age story introduced Tula, a young heroes from the wealthy ice island and her best friend Kula, a self-taught tech expert and loving son from the mainland. Filmmakers shared a first look of the new series. So I feel like we've... I've only seen a poster for this, for the new production. And sadly, I am not convinced. But maybe I'm not the target audience. Uh, the, I, I guess the futuristic sound of how they are going to explore technology maybe sounds a bit interesting. 
the, the character's animation feels a bit, uh, uh, how can I say this, boss baby kind of thing. I know you mean it with kindness, but it sounded like an insult. Uh, I'm not sure if that, that was kindness or not, not, if I'm being honest. Well, well the concept, I, f I feel, uh, sounds in interesting and there's just things you can do. It's a co-production. I think this is the first co-production with the Walt Disney Animation Company. Oh, really? Uh, that, that specific part of the animation industry. They have other animations uh, to teams. Uh, but, uh, yeah. Uh, if, uh, if you've heard, uh, I actually wanted to save Strange World for last. Because Wish, they announced a new movie at the end of the presentation. Mm. Uh, and it was basically like an origin story for the saying, when you wish upon a star. Yeah, that's uh, that kind of fairy tale wish that comes up sometimes in the Disney movies. Uh, exactly. Should I, it will be... should I read what is standing here? or? Uh, I can summarize. So the story will be about a 17-year-old Asia. An optimist with a sharp wit who cares endlessly about her community. In a moment of desperation, Aisha makes an impassioned plea to the stars, which is answered by a cosmic force. A little bit, a little ball of boundless energy called Star. Together, they face the most formidable foes to save her community and prove that the will of one courageous human connects the magic of the stars. Wondrous things can happen. And on the picture, she also has a cute animal goat sidekick. Yeah, there, there's two more information that I want to say. Yeah. This is supposed to release fall 2023 during the studio's 100th year, apparently. And I also have seen, uh, I, I, I don't know where I saw this, but there were some kind of animations from, from this that I uh, ha had heard some news about that is kind of supposed to blend, uh, let's see, um, 2D and 3D? No, 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 that wasn't what I heard. Uh, 3D animation and watercolors, if I remember that correctly. Uh, it it makes, it, I mean, I've seen good media that, that blends the, the watercolor aesthetic well. For example, there's a, like, Ori and the Enchanted Forest, mm. or Child of Light. It's a really good game with that aesthetic. I just hope... That they can pull it off, well, because well, this is because I don't like the concept. Well, this is one of the best companies at specifically animation, so they probably will do a good job, I think. Can can I also mention this whole premise of the movie for the one thousand like hundred years of the studio? It feels like a, such a vanity project. Uh, how do you, what do you mean exactly? Because nobody really asked. For the for the lore behind the ones you if you wish upon a star, no, it feels su like such a Disney thing to do, to just try to like. We're going to answer some questions that no one asked, <laughs> again. <laughs> and you will, and you will know the answer, whether you like it or not. Uh, if if I'm being honest here, Carol, I. I am a bit. I am actually a bit excited about about the, the this film. To be honest, I f I feel like the pr the premise. I'm not sure if this is going to connect with other Disney films, but I 
I just feel like on its own, it it interests me if I'm being honest. It has a nice it it has a nice aesthetic. Mm. I can I I can concede. I I just like the picture that they're showing here too. It's kind of a, a feeling of a bit of the old Disney magic that I have a bit missed if I'm being honest. Can I also because I want to talk about Wish because it also kind of connects to the a lot of the announcements from D23, which is just like just connecting to the like old magic of the Walt Disney Company. What what they are that they're bringing back oh, a a lot of old projects in new new form or pretty much yeah. Uh, let's see. Um, so like, this uh, is just like a crown jewel of the like self congratulatory vanity project mountain that they're on top of. Mm. Well, anyway, I'm kind of a bit interested in this film. Uh, I, I do feel like Disney is really having a lot of female teenage protagonists as of late. But anyway, yeah. I mean, this film, it's not meant for us. This is supposed to be a film, presumably, for young tween girls they can sell dolls and animal sidekicks i feel like disney films are kind of made for everyone to be honest like it's kind of family pictures but 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 i what i just meant by that is that there have been a lot of female female teenage protagonists of the recent disney film or disney films which studio made luca luca was pixar yeah okay uh, Walt Disney released Encounter, Raya the Last Dragon last year. Um, they have also in the past released uh, Frozen, Tangled, Moana. Yeah. Maybe they're saving their uh, their male protagonist for a special occasion. What strange world, or? <laughs> I mean. Yeah, going back to Strange World, we see a, a bunch of protagonists. It seems to be like an ensemble movie. Uh, did you want to talk about that later, or...? No, actually, because this is the, the, the last of the... Animation. World Animation board. Studios. Mm. So, Strange World is a Strange World exploration movie. Uh, so, let's see yeah. what they say. It has a lot of live action. It has not live action. Oh my god. Yeah, uh, this film would actually sequences. be hard to be in live action, I feel like. Yeah, I feel so too. Like, like, I feel like this film is created for animation specifically because I, f I feel like just how the world looks, it would be. Uh, you probably could it with today's CGI, but I just feel like it fits better with tra tra traditional animation. So, okay, I found the blurb. So, the film is about an incredible family who must get past their differences to save a strange world full of dangers and surprises. And, yeah, that's the title drop. Uh, you know what the title reminded me about, actually? Mm -hmm. So, not long ago, there was a game released called Journey to the Strange Planet. Yeah. And somehow... It's just the aesthetics of the movie remind me about that game so much because that there's they also use a lot of pink and bright colors. Oh, okay. I, I think I know what game you're thinking of. 
I mean, we can even play it together because I feel like it has multiplayer and it's on Switch. Well, this film is going to release November 20, uh, 23rd, 2022, so it's going to actually release soon. They have released a trailer, not in this event, but earlier. And that kind of, that trailer feels like somewhat of old comic book feeling to me. Or old TV, I guess. Uh, are we on the same webpage? Because we kind of skipped uh, the live action stuff. We're going to do the live action part soon, Carol. This is just animation for now. Alright. But anyway, that is our feeling about animation projects. A lot of good stuff, I guess. Yeah, I don't see anything that I... I mean, all of the announcements, I can, I could see myself seeing them. Which I can't say about the rest of the announcements. Do you, do you have, do you have uh, 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 something that you're looking most forward to and least looking forward to? So, the... the, the out of the all of the announcements we just did, win or lose, it's, it's probably the show that I plan to see, like 100%. Mm. I will see this show. Okay. Uh, but other than that, I'm not really sure about uh, Elio. Okay. For me, the one that I'm most excited for is Elemental, and my least is probably Zootopia Plus. And I, I, I can just say this, I really liked the original Zootopia movie. I feel like it's a really great movie, but I'm not really excited about small, small shorts series. I got the vibe of them. It's just that I don't have the Zootopia need anymore. I'm fine with just leave, leaving it being. It actually, but you know what? A little sneak peek because it ties to what I've read. Did you know that Shanghai Park Disney Resort, they are actually going to open a section of the park that is Zootopia themed? I think I have heard of that, yes. Yeah, so I feel like maybe they postponed release of Zootopia Plus to drum up hype for the Shanghai Resort and in turn also drum up hype for Zootopia 2, which has been announced. Has Zootopia... No, we said Zootopia 2 has not been announced. Yeah, it has. Let me see. Wait, let Google tell me. Zootopia 2 announcement. Ah, sorry. So, there, were, there was a rumor going around for Zootopia 2. You, you, you read a lot of rumors, don't you? I do. Well, anyway, we are going to move to... Uh, um, uh, let's see, Disney live-action remakes for now. Boo. And, uh, yeah, this is probably the, the part that I'm least excited for, because we have been doing this thing of live-action remakes for a couple of years now, and the thing that I'm kind of starting to notice is that there's no really remake that is as good as the original animated film, so, yeah. Which kind of brings me back to the Vanity Project aspect of it all. Because I feel like since it's a hundred years, they kind of want to bring back their best hits. So they make live-action remakes because hit. they know... Yeah. <laughs> like they made live live action remakes just for every hit because they know that they can cash cash in on it. And let's see, 
Well, what did they actually announce? We have a poster for Peter Pan and Wendy. Uh, let's see, that is coming out um, 2023, and the poster looks actually pretty good. It looks very adventurous and a little bit of magical. It's a ship that's in the clouds, but you kind of just see the sails and some character that is flying around the sails. I mean, there's also like sword fighting on the top of the mast. Mm. Maybe Captain Hook with fighting with Peter Pan. Yeah. Uh, so uh, the poster is very good. I haven't really learned that much about the movie from the poster, to be honest, but a good looking poster at least. Then we have, let's see here, I'm, I'm trying to just go through this quickly, Carol. A new movie announcement, Mufasa the prequel, a prequel to the 2019 Lion King 2024. I'm not excited about this one at all, if I'm being honest. It's because I I have two I have I have I actually thought about why would they make a prequel movie to the live action Lion King? It's all about and I have the money. Two, yeah, 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 but I actually have two reasons. One, they couldn't remake again the live action Lion King because it's the one hundred year celebration, or they're just like remaking everything. But like. Shit, we already did that not too long ago. We can't do it again. I read some somewhere uh, that the director had this thought in mind of, oh, uh, when I saw the original film, I was like, I had this thought of, I I w- would la- have liked to see how Mufasa become this leader that he was, and I'm like, you're probably the only one in that case. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I don't feel like I need to see how he became that great leader. Yeah. I just know that he he was. Or is. I agree. Like, and also, like, we don't need that. Because we already have this feeling from the original film that he was a great leader. Mm. We don't, like, it's just gonna be, like, refrigerated steak. Or, like... (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So this... In in Polish you say, odgrzewany kotlet. It's just, like, refrigerating ideas. Yeah, and so I'm not looking forward. Yeah, this one, this one just feels so uninteresting to me. So it, so it probably will be one of the best ones. Oh God! <laughs> Prove me wrong, Disney. Prove me wrong. I dare you. Well, it, it's not like they have anything to really base to base the thing on. So maybe they can do a bit or a original stuff with that at least. I mean, how far can they go? Seeing that it also has to tie in with the live-action remake of The Lion King. Yeah, you have a point there. I guess we're going to see a young Scar, too. You know what? They had the opportunity to make a Scar prequel. Mm. Like, we already have a precedent oh, we're probably with going Malefic- to We're probably going to learn why he got in that name, or, or aren't we? But to me, I mean, we already know because Mufasa scared, scarred him when they were fighting. Mm. But also, like, come on, there's already a precedent with live-action villains getting their own movies, and they're pretty good. We have uh, Cruella and uh, Maleficent, and the second one, too. I don't feel like, like the Maleficent movies are good, to be honest. I like them. Like, I enjoyed seeing them. And they also, like, kind of twisted the story because it showed that Actually, Maleficent had like a semi-good relationship with. Uh, yeah, Aurora. but the thing is, Maleficent is one of the be- best bad guys. Why would they make her a hero? I feel like. 
I just didn't like that. I feel it was actually good because you get to you got to see a different side to her. No. Like it doesn't take away that she's a good villain. But what if she wasn't? Good. Like, she also make a good hero. The reason why people liked her so much uh, as a villain is because she she was truly evil. There wasn't a good thing in her. And that's kind of why she was such a good villain and that many liked her as a villain. I mean, also true. But now you have two versions of Maleficent. You have the absolute evil Slay Queen. Yes, God. And you also have, like, what if there was something good in her? Kind of version of well, her. anyway, like too. we are probably going to talk about Maleficent in a later date, so uh, let's see. There's also going to come uh, Maleficent uh, 3, Maleficent 3, Maleficent 3. Yeah, uh, let's see. There's going to be th this was a pro uh, uh, already announced. I have no idea when it was announced before, but a remake of Snow White coming 2024 starring Rachel. Uh, Siegler and Gal Gadot. The only thing that keeps me interested in, in the premise is Gal Gadot. Yeah, I, I I wasn't really meant to, but I heard a snippet of uh, an interview that Rachel Siegler gave, and she was kind of like, oh, the, we're going to modernize Snow White. She's not going to be like oh, uh, uh, someone for, for the that has a love interest in the prince, but she is going to be a strong ruler, f female ro role model, and I'm kind of like, again, we have seen this so many times. Can, can we just what? do? Can we just do something other with our female protagonist? Can we do some with with something but else? This, but actually, this is actually kind of spoilery for our next episode. But this is something I wanted to talk about that media for women or primarily for little girls it has this expectation to be a good role model for for other girls yeah. and it's so dumb because there's a lot of films for boys where it's completely acceptable for it just to be dumb stupid turn off your brain fun mm. but when it comes to girls it cannot be that because the girls are called like yeah, they're being they're corrupted the by the dumb movie they're the same role models yeah, which makes it kind of samey, like, so I don't feel like they have to make make her a good role model, because she can, like, be, I'm sorry, I kind of lost my thread. They don't have to make it a role model, because we kind of already have a lot of those. And also, it's going to upset people who expected a faithful remake, The Purist, mm. because they will probably stray a little bit from the story. Yeah. So that's kind of how I feel about that one. And uh, the last thing and the thing that we probably got the most information about this. We got a, a trailer for Little Mermaid that is coming out May 26th, 2023. Yeah. Oh my god. There's. Have you seen the comment section on the Little Mermaid reveal? Uh, people don't uh, really like this. I have understood that at least. Yeah, so we're coming back to purists, because basically we've we had a precedent with pretty faithful live action remakes with the, uh, and you also have to think about like we didn't have problems with the the Jungle uh, book or with the Lion King, because the cast was like it was it was animated animals, but the cast was still like African and uh, and. Uh, and but here, 
they have probably because they casted someone of of a darker complexion. And you have a problem with people being ifed because it's like a Danish fairy tale. Yeah, it's, and they can't. It's probably w would have looked like Dan Danish people in that case. A little bit. I mean, for me, I'm glad because, like, hell yeah, Black Ariel, I'm I'm living. But it's like we have purists that are upset that they cast that the Ariel is not Danish enough because it's a Danish fairy tale. That they that they uh, some people don't like that she gave a strong like a different performance of the movie. And then we also have racists who just are upset because she's black. That, that sounded far funny to me in some way. She's not Danish enough. <laughs> yeah, but there are people upset with that that they that that they try to like woke wash the movie. But that's I don't feel that's the intention. Like I feel like we haven't seen enough of the movie yet to judge it that harshly and like she can be a tremendously good Ariel, we just have to give the, her a chance. The thing, the thing is, if if the the film delivers a a, go, a good film and uh, she she is good in the role as Ariel, then who cares what she looks like? But some people, but some people, either wanted a really, really, really faithful remake of the original, or they can't handle that. The mermaid looks a little bit different. Well, you can't ever have everything you want uh, every time. Or all the and time. Exactly. Bam. <laughs> uh, like, uh, no, no she, she she seems like a good, good uh, Ariel. She could certainly sing, at least from that clip. So, uh, I don't know. We, we get we get to, to see the... Uh, I don't know if the film is good or bad, but anyway, it should have nothing to do with how she looks. Exactly. Okay. Like, I, I agree fully. Okay, then we have the Disney live action movies that were, were some news about. And here we have some red stones again that I'm just going to list off really fast. Uh, Haunted Mansion coming 2023. Concept art for Avatar The Way of the Water, December 16th. I am, I am not interested in Avatar. I, I, it's it's probably will be good, but I just... it. Why? December 16th, 2022. Well, and Indiana Jones 5, June 30th, 2023. Oh my god. Did you know that they took... Uh... Oh my... Who was this? I have a note for this. Uh, yeah, so they they took Harrison Ford to the stage to announce Indiana Jones Five. Yeah, and I was just thinking, please let this man rest. He's like eighty years old. He cannot be a a, a indie anymore. Did you say fifty? Because he's more than that. No, I said eighty. Yeah. Or maybe I said fifty, but I meant eighty. I guess he wants to continue doing this kind of stuff because why why else would he? Because he already is kind of rich. Like, he's already rich and he's getting a little bit too old for the all, all the action scenes. Mm. Uh, maybe, also, maybe I don't this, feel like he'll be in the movie. Maybe this is a torture of the patch kind of thing. Ah, passing of the torch. Yeah, passing of the torch kind of thing, I guess. <laughs> because I was thinking, wait, you're saying this is like a torture thing. <laughs> <laughs> Which it kind of is. Indiana Jones, <laughs> torture is coming. For Harrison Ford. Um... Actually, there is an, an, an a a satire article online 
uh, and it talks about like somebody's interviewing Harrison Ford, and it's like, what do you think Han Solo's favorite color is? And he's like, I wish I've never met George Lucas. It's like when you push a button and somebody dies, but you get a million dollars. Yeah, but Harrison the- Ford is kind of known known for uh, that he isn't really that interested in the wider world of Star Wars. Yeah, but like people keep asking him anyway. They just like torture this poor man. How was it to make those uh, those original films? I have answered this question three thousand four hundred ninety-five times. <laughs> but also, it's but you know, it's funny because it also fits in this interview. Like he answers, "I've made up my mind. I am going to kill George Lucas. I, Harrison Ford, am going to kill George Lucas." You've given me clarity. I'm taking my life back into my own hands. Yeah, but but it seems like he isn't really <laughs> like that when it comes to Indiana Jones. Or may, maybe, True. or maybe it's just the interviews that I'm seeing. Maybe there is this difference between Star Wars fans and Indiana Jones fans that one of the group is more miserable to deal with and it just happens to be Star Wars fans. It's maybe the, that Harrison Ford can understand the world of Indiana Jones a bit better. Because it's not made up space stuff. It's it's a little bit based more on our, in our world. Yeah. But what was his favorite color, Carol? <laughs> he is going to kill George Lucas. Why can't you just let this man be? Okay. So then uh, the next thing is that we actually got some uh, trailers for uh, Disenchanted. Uh, let's see, I can uh, read out a little bit about that project, I feel like. Uh, oh, I see. am actually hyped for this one. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm actually excited for it too. Uh, in Disenchanted, it has been 15 years since Giselle Adams and Robert, uh, uh, Robert uh, Dem- played by Robert Dempsey, um, wed, but Giselle has grown disillusioned with life in the city so city so they moved to their growing family to the sleepy suburban community to of Mo- Monorville in search of um, a more um, fairy tale life unfortunately it isn't the quick fix she had hoped for suburbia has a whole new um, set of rules uh, and local queen bee Melva Monroe may played by Maya Rudolph, uh, who makes Giselle feel more out of place than ever, frustrated that her happily ever after hasn't been so easy to find. She turns them to the magic of Andalasia for help, accidentally transforming the entire town into a real-life fairy tale and placing her family future happiness in jeopardy. Now Giselle is uh, is in a race against time to reverse the spell and determine what happily ever after truly means to her and her family. Yeah, so if you watch the trailer, it's at first I was surprised that they take this s- series, this the sequel into into in this direction because I felt like she was perfectly happy in New York. Because there was this dichotomy between the big city and her fairy tale world but it kind of makes sense because as she gets older she longs for what it what, what how it was when she was young so she, so she basically tries and she feels stressed because of her the suburban life 
So she like relapses and tries to bring that into the current world, but it, it just spirals out of control. Like at the end of the trailer, it just gets so fast paced and messy and it just goes and goes and goes. And you like keep wondering where, like how will this end up? Like, are these people brainwashed? Like, how much did she alter these people living in the suburbia? Yeah, the, the, the t- it has apparently been 15 years, and when I watched the trailer, I felt more like, oh, there's maybe been five or something like that, but I guess they're going with 15 years since. Yeah, she has, uh, uh, like, tween kids, I feel like. No, no, the, 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 one of the kids is her stepdaughter. Oh my god, so she's kind of, so she is the stepmother. Yeah, that, that, that's kind of, when I wasn't really that excited for this movie, but watching this trailer really <laughs> made me actually look forward to this film, because when she transforms everything, she, she, because she is a stepmother in real life, she starts to, starts to become the villain of the story. Yeah, which is such a fun twist on the like fairy tale formula. Yeah, how the stepmother is always uh, kind of uh, evil in the old films. Yeah, and she messes up the whole suburbia. Like she vo- she Wanda visions her own world. Mm. I kind of talked a bit about Wanda Vision when I explained the part part of the story, but yeah. So I'm looking forward to this. Yeah, this this seems like some old fun. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, it doesn't like. I don't feel like the stakes are really high. It's it like it's interesting. It's chaotic. The more the more the trailers goes on, I kind of hope it's not every single interesting thing they have packed in here. Okay. Uh, next announcement or next trailer, I guess. I don't think we're going to have a lot to say about this one, but. Hocus Pocus 2, new trailer. What, the film, what do you mean? The film September it's, 30th, 2022. It's amazing! Ha, have you seen the original? Yes, multiple times. You have. I have never seen it. Like this, okay, so Hocus Pocus 2, it was announced. We already knew this was coming. Yeah. It's just that we didn't have a, like a, a proper release date. There was a trailer before this one too, I remember. Wait, it says that it Hocus Pocus premieres Friday, September 30. It premieres on Halloween. Yes. Holy shit, we have a movie to watch. <laughs> Is that our Halloween special? It might be. It's, hey, it's topical. It's Hocus Pocus 2. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, because you're a, apparently a fan of this uh, original film, Carol, maybe you should talk, talk about this one. Okay, so what happens is that uh, it's been 29 years since someone lit the black candle flame and resurrected the three uh, Sanderson sisters. Uh, so what happens is those, those kids in the trailer, they wanted to play witches and they're in Salem. So they summon the witches and are being supposedly dragged around town with them and they're flying on Roombas and getting into mischief. Amazingly enough, we've seen some action scenes. But, and we've seen the kids getting into like a curio shop with the black candle in the book, but we don't see as much of the movie as we've seen in the Disenchanted, uh, Disenchanted uh, trailer. So I'm 
so intrigued will this will take where this will take place. Well, one thing that I really enjoyed in this movie is there's one scene where the three witches is kind of moving side to side in some kind of weird way. <laughs> and it's just that goofy kind of tone of what this film is going to be. Yeah. But I hope that because the the first one it was a little bit scary because like I've rewatched the original trailer and it really has that spooky kind of weird vibe. I don't I hope they don't sanitize it and make it more like palatable. Can I ask a with the sequel? Can I ask a question of the original movie because I have just heard something but didn't they die in the original film? Yes, but as you as if you, as you remember they resurrect once you lit the black flame candle. Yeah, this time not with a virgin. <laughs> In this day and age, come on. <laughs> okay, the next project, I'm not going to uh, talk about much about this one, but uh, Mickey, the story of a mouse is a document documentary coming November 18, which is the, the first, uh, uh, which is also the same date as the Mickey Mouse first uh, short in 1928, November 18th. Uh, Vanity Project. I'm sorry I have to say it again, but it's basically another like, oh, look at how Disney is great. Can, can I just say that this is kind of just uh, because of the person that I am. But this is one of the things that I'm most excited for. <laughs> No, you have sold your soul to the mouse. Yeah, but this is kind of the the Michael biggest. Michael Rodent own your owns your soul. Yeah, but the the, the thing is that one of the major re reasons that I like Disney is that those kind of old animated shorts, and this is kind of a documentary of Mickey Mouse. Yeah, I, mean, I, I gotta be honest. I I read a little bit about about this, and it apparently is going to go into some of the darker stuff with Mickey. This is reviews that have said this, not Disney themselves. I cannot believe that Mickey Mouse will actually strangle Donald Duck live on screen. Yeah, but it happens. How scary. Okay, um, so to our next category, a Disney TV series or a Disney Plus series, I guess. Uh, let me see if I can find the link because I've made separate notes for my for my findings uh, and uh, Let me see. Let me see But you go ahead. I'll find the link. Let's see. Uh, what do we have here? We have an announcement of high school musical the the musical the series season four Yeah, uh, which is so weird like the premise of it Yeah, they're going to make a uh, yeah, I heard a little bit about this. The premise is kind of that uh, while they are going to um, make a stage show of High School Musical 3, at the same time, uh, the, the long-awaited announcement of High School Musical 4 is, uh, is announced and is going to shoot in their school again. Yeah, yeah so in the, like, so not only... This, this is a universe where High School Musical happened. They're getting a fourth movie, which we are not getting. 
Because we are not getting High School Musical reunion. We're getting the season four of this series, and it makes me boil with yeah, anger. The, the, the fact that they just wrote the long-awaited announcement of High School Musical 4. It is long-awaited. I wanted to see, but I I feel... I like I I don't feel like they'll get like Zac Efron to show up. No, I don't. Uh, or like Vanessa Hudgens. Maybe Vanessa Hudgens. I she kind of can, but uh, I don't think uh, Zac Efron wants anything to do with High School Musical anymore. Yeah, I mean he tried he tried to change his image so much from this child Disney actor to like getting like being into like. Uh, what was the movie on the beach? Uh, Baywatch. Yeah, Baywatch and Bad Neighbors and the Bad Neighbors 2. So he's past that life. But maybe Vanessa Hudgens. That's a good guess, actually. Mm, uh, let's see. What do we have more? Muppets Mayhem 2023. A new Muppets show for people that are interested in that. Snore. Uh, yeah, the premise didn't sound that interesting to me, to be honest. But anyway... Um, then we have American Born Chinese 2023. I have never heard of this book series that this series is based on, but uh, apparently it's going to star some... Uh, oh, oh, how, oh I, I need to read this actually. Where, it where says, it? even more worlds collide as Jin is unwittingly entangled in a battle of Chinese mythological gods. So maybe... I'm gonna go on a limb. Percy Jackson with Chinese mythology? Uh, yeah, maybe that. <laughs> I don't know. I never seen Percy Jackson. Please don't, don't, don't get at me. Don't yeah. ask me Percy Jackson stance. Uh, uh, excuse us because we don't know everything. We're uncultured. Mm. And then we have a new trailer for Willow in November. That is coming out November twenty twenty two. So Willow is an 80s, or is based on this 80s film that Lucasfilm made. And now, uh, now in this day and age when everything is go coming back in new forms, uh, they are making a series uh, called Willow. Did you see the trailer? Yeah, it has... Uh, let me see who's the actor playing War Willow. Warwick Davis. Yeah. Amazingly enough, it's like the only Lucasfilm announcement I'm kind of interested in. Yeah, I, I, I didn't expect much of this series, but the, the trailers and the things you see from it, it looks really interesting, to be honest. Yeah, it's it's fantasy. I never had any experience of Willow, so it could go any way. Mm. It, standard, standard plot, but I, I'm a sucker fan for fantasy. Yeah. Uh, so, what do we have more? Um... Let's see, here's one of the big ones, Percy Jackson TV series teasers. Yeah, apparently this series will have 8 episodes, maybe 2024 What from what I could see. Yeah, as, I, as I'm going to reiterate, I have never seen Percy Jackson or read the books. I'm, I'm so excited about this, like I, I, I lo love learning about Greek mythology and uh, or metallurgy in any kind of way and I, I don't know the I have read I haven't read the books I read kind of a comic book version but 
I'm so excited about this to be honest. And it looked like they were going to do it somewhat closer to uh, the books than those two films that came out in like the early 2010s. Carol, are you with me? I am. It's just, I don't know what to add. No, you don't need to add anything. Uh, let's see. Uh, next is a trailer for National Treasure Ex Edge of History. Which Wasn't is, uh, National Treasures one with the Nicolas Cage? Yeah, the, the, I, I have something to say about that. Uh, it's a TV series debuting December 14, 2022. So this is kind of a... Uh, this is kind of also one of those sequels kind of thing to two uh, early 2000 Disney films, both starring Nicolas Cage. And because, and because those films are starring Nick, well, was starring Nicolas Cage, I saw that there was there was a bit of a fan outcry because Nicolas Cage isn't in this TV series. Yeah, exactly. Like Nick Cage made the movie be like so memorable, and now he's gone. They 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 got rid of him. Yeah, but uh, there, there's a new cast and there's kind of, instead of Nicolas Cage himself, I guess there's five adventures at the same time with a female protagonist. And uh, uh, yeah, so it's kind of like new adventures, new histories to uncover. I don't know, I thought, thought the trailer did a good, good enough job to make it interesting at least. From the picture, they're kind of color-coded. We have... The road, the pink Power Ranger, the white one, the pink, the pastel pink one, the red Power Ranger, the blue Power Ranger, and the green Power Ranger. Yeah, I kind of thought about that one a bit too, but yeah. Um, is there any um, any other announcements you've been interested in? Um, uh, let's see. Um, that day. Let's see. Big Shot Two Season Two is a, apparently a basketball uh, series with the, the teenage girls. Uh, Starring, uh, uh, let's see, John Stamos, uh, uh, and it's uh, it released a new trailer. Um, I guess it looks good for uh, a teenage uh, basket or female basketball series. I guess there's also gonna uh, there's also gonna be zombies free. Uh, yeah, uh, that's apparently some. Something that's are you excited for that thing? <laughs> or, or actually, when I think I about mean, it, it's you. It's <laughs> the thing is, it kind of fits all my standards. It's like a Disney teenage set in school, weird hair colors, and it's as they describe the third installment in the uber popular Zombies franchise takes an interstellar turn as space aliens suddenly invade. In Seabrook. And you know that the first movie was about segregation, right? No, I have no idea, actually. Like, they had... they, <laughs> Like, it's so weird. Like, they had a school, but the zombies were, like, not in the back of the bus. But they had, like, their own side of the school. And, like, normal people had their own side of the school. And they couldn't mix. And, like, the, the, the zombies were discriminated. And it's also like a musical, so yeah, it's a mess. It's a hot mess. I love it. <laughs> so Carol is excited for that. Uh, let's see, the, the last thing of TV series, um, 
The Santa Clauses, uh, starring Tim Allen, who's making a return from those three Santa Claus movies. It's a TV series coming November 16th. And from what I can understand, uh, uh, Tim Allen's Santa Claus is searching for uh, new Santa Clauses to... Uh, yeah, it's a Christmas TV series. Uh, it looked kind of colorful uh, at least, so yeah. Okay, quick question. How many episodes? I don't Why know. Why is it a series? I don't know, actually. Like, it's a... Cri- like, I have never heard about a Christmas Christmas themed series. I think I ever heard of that sometimes. Because unless they... Because I think some shows on Disney Plus, they don't release, like, full seasons. They Like, you have to wait until they release, right? Uh, what do you mean? Uh, they take one episode at a time, you can say. Yeah, so if they release Santa Clauses in December, and they don't finish the run, like, I feel like they're gonna release it, like, well, in it, December 1st, well, and then no, until, like... No, November 16th. So if they don't release all the episodes, and it goes into January, January, it's gonna be so weird. They have prob- they have probably a plan so they, that they, it won't go into January, Carol. What if it's like like a long running series, like Christmas themed full year? Well, as you as you said, there hasn't been a lot of TV series based on Christmas, I guess. So maybe it can be interesting just because of that. I was kind of saying like it's a bad idea to have like a full show center on Christmas, but maybe like I want I, I, if it's like Disney is the only company who could pull it off. I feel like. Well, I guess with how streaming services is and how some streaming platforms just releases a cup uh, a lot of episodes in one day, I guess it could work uh, in other streaming platforms. But yeah. But you know, I mean, you know why Disney doesn't release their series like all full season in one go, right? Well, that's be- I, I think that's because getting s- news and things like uh, if you release one episode at a time, there's longer time for people, for the show to stay in people's mind, I guess. Yeah, exactly. That's that, That's exactly the reason, because like if you release a full series, it's like watch it fully and then over you don't have to think about it you you don't have to share information with your friends like you don't theorize you don't think about it it doesn't stay in your brain and that like a lot of media we consume today has lost that magic of like watching and keeping the show up together with other people because like usually you have to see a full series before you can before you can discuss it with anyone i feel like we have had this uh, talk before <laughs> We might have, we might have. We have spoken about streaming services a little bit before. Yeah, uh, I, I also like it because it uh, doesn't feel like you have to watch all the episode at once. You you can just take, oh, one episode is out. I guess I just watched that and, and uh, that's it. Yeah, but, it feels more manageable. Yeah, yeah, because when I show kind of, oh, here's eight episodes or tw- 12 episodes all at once and I'm kind of like, Oh, this is going to take a lot of time. Yeah, I, I can, I totally feel you on that. Uh, so, yeah, that was all the TVs or Disney Plus announcements, I guess. 
now we're going to get to a thing that uh, we're not re we're not really that into this world that much, but we're going to talk about Star Wars, Carol. Whoa, we let's get the star let's get the Star Wars started. Yeah. Uh, so uh, the things that is kind of red zoned here, we have Bad Batch season two, January fourth, twenty twenty three. A second season of Bad Batch, the animated show. Um, if you like the first seasons, here's more. Uh, let's see. Uh, I, guess, I guess they also talked a bit. I guess the actors came out or things like that for Ahsoka 2023. A TV series starring the beloved Star Wars character Ahsoka Tano. And it's a prequel, right? No, I think this is a continuation of the Mandalorian timeline. Hmm, okay, I thought it was a sequel, so it'd be like, huh, another sequel. Of course, Disney, <laughs> but apparently not. Uh, no, I think this is, uh, is a live-action series, uh, yeah. Then we have a Skeleton Crew, which I don't know that much about, if I'm being honest. It, uh, I think it's, uh, let's see, Skeleton Crew. Um, Favreau and Filoni were then joined by Star Wars Skeleton Crew creators John Watts and Christopher Ford, who talked about the series which is coming soon on Disney+. Plus. Skeleton Crew tells the story of four kids who finds uh, himself lost in, in, in the vastness of the galaxy trying to find their way home. And as a special surprise, series star Judge Law joined... Pero and Filoni to greet the fans. So that was Skeleton Crew. I am so sorry, listeners, but it's just that I never got into Star Wars. Yeah, I'm I not... don't like. I'm not into Jedi. That's it. Yeah, I'm not the biggest Star Wars fan either. I'm a bit more fan of than Carol is, but uh, yeah. Like I haven't even seen the the newest trilogy. You have seen the first one. We saw it in cinema together. Yeah, but I haven't seen the rest The rest of them. Yeah, but you have seen one. True, but it's not the whole trilogy. No. Uh, the other two, two is not that much worth to see, to be honest. So, yeah. So, after that, we had uh, Black Panther in the Marvel panels. We're not done with Star Wars, Carol. <laughs> no! Okay, I can go. I can go fast with this <laughs> once if you're uh, if you're that uninterested. New trailer for Endor, September twenty first, twenty twenty two, with three episodes premiere, and there's twelve episodes in total. At another series, uh, this time animated, Tales of Jedi, six original animated shorts, October twenty sixth, twenty twenty two, and the next announcement trailer for Mandalorian season three, twenty twenty three. Mandalorian is a great series, and it uh, looks like it's continued with that magic. So, uh, it's Mandalorian. It's probably it will probably be be good. Uh, let's move on. Let's see to the red zone things, and this is kind of just things where cast members came uh, came out and didn't really give that much information about this film. It's kind of just like, yeah, we're making this thing. Hello, and. Uh, this time we have Rogers the musical the musical started the panel 
uh, which is a musical from the Hawkeye TV series. The cast of Black Panther Wakanda Forever shows up. Uh, the film releases November 11, 2022. So uh, in two months? Uh, yeah, I guess. Uh, Ironheart is a new series coming 2023. Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania February, February 17, 2023. Uh, it will connect to the next Avenger film. Uh, Armor Wars... Uh, Aren't they Secret Wars? No, uh, Armor Wars and Secret Wars is two different series. Uh, Armor Wars starring Don Shiro uh, is uh, coming sometimes, I guess. Uh, I always thought his last name was Don Shiro. (laughs) Isn't it Shiro? It is Shiro, it's just like, you know, the Chris, Shiro. I'm sorry. Loki Season 2 2023. I still haven't seen Loki. It's a good series. Um, Echo 2023. The cast of the Marvel sequel to Captain Marvel, uh, July 28, 2023. Oh, 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 actually, let me let me just ramble on a few minutes here. <laughs> okay, let's go. <laughs> so the Marvels was actually one of the one of the only announcements in the Marvel showcase that I wanted to see because it like connects three protagonists. It was Miss Marvel. Uh, Captain Marvel and the third one. What's her name? I don't really know her superhuman name, but she's uh, she showed up in WandaVision. I remember that. Yeah, so they kind of have this dynamic where they switch places all the time. And I thought it was interesting enough just to want to see where, where it's going. Plus, like, Miss Marvel, hello. Like, she's the best. Mm, um... Okay. Ramble over. Continue. Let's see. To the to some of the things that I felt like we got some kind of news for. Daredevil Born Again, Spring 2024. We will we got to know that this is a uh, that even if there is the same actors, this is a new uh, take on Daredevil. The, this Daredevil is not the same as the previous Daredevil. This is a season one of a new Daredevil series. So the Netflix Daredevil is irrelevant. It's dead. It's 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 gone. We should erase it from memory. Yeah, kind of. Um, let's see. Fantastic Four has a new director, Matt Matt Shackman, mostly known for directing some TV series before, like WandaVision, Game of Thrones, and uh, The Great. Uh, and we don't know who the Fantastic Four will be yet, because no. we don't have the casting. Yeah, that is something that I actually thought would be announced uh, at this event, but apparently not. November yeah. 8, 2024. And we still don't know the cast. But, uh, Captain America New World Order. Yeah, um, Captain America New World Order is starring the new Captain America with Sam... Uh, what, what, what is his last name now? Sam. I have completely forgotten his last name. Um, anyway, uh, uh, it's the new Captain America. And apparently they are going back uh, a lot of films and taking um, one, one, uh, one uh, a Hulk villain uh, will be the villain of this new Captain America film. Yeah, and also they'll be fighting misinformation. That was the information we got about the movie. 
Okay. Sounds interesting. Kinda. I mean, we had the whole Spider-Man uh, 2 debacle. No, Spider-Man 3 debacle when they released... Uh, uh, like, uh, not Tony Stark's, Peter Parker's identity. So, if that information can spread, and that was also fake information about him killing Iron Man or Mysterio, like... They kind of have to face that fact now, too. Mm. Uh, let's see. And uh, the Thunderbolt uh, movie's cast was uh, revealed. And it was a lot of uh, uh, characters from the Black Widow movie and uh, Captain America, I guess. Yeah, that was... A, but we only got a poster, right? We didn't get any, like, symposis. symposis. No, not really. We kind of just got to know... Uh, which characters are going to be a part of this film because that was some kind of speculated things about which characters was going to return for this okay so I feel like we've gotten to the bottom of your list but I have a few things I just quickly wanted to mention that I, uh, that I, 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 uh, I'm, that I... I'm not done with Marvel but just so you know no, okay, I'm just kidding. Actually, okay. go on. So we the two big uh, things actually at the Marvel uh, panel was there was two trailers uh, that were were released. One was a trailer for Werewolf by Night, a 60-minute TV special, October 7, 2022, which is taking a uh, one of uh, uh, a comic book character called the Werewolf by Night, and I guess this is kind of supposed to be some uh, Halloween kind of feeling. It The film is going to be black and white and... Yeah, yeah. like a B-movie horror, like kind of goofy, like practical effects. It looks nice. Mm. It's interesting, but we already know who plays the werewolf. So <laughs> it'll be interesting to see, like, with that information, mm. like how pleasant will the viewing experience be? <laughs> yeah, 60-minute TV special. <laughs> So yeah, and uh, remember those we used to have specials. We don't we don't use anymore. Yeah, I I have have heard that there's supposed to be a Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special uh, for Christmas, but I haven't. I thought they would say something about this here, but apparently not. Um, and the last tra trailer, um, new trailer for Secret Invasion TV star series starring Samuel L. Jackson. 2023. Yeah, so I've heard that uh, a lot of people were speculating that uh, uh, Nick Fury was a scroll, and people are also speculating that in this series we'll finally see if he's he is one or not. Yeah, the secret invasion kind of storyline is going to involve the scroll scrolls in some way. I'm not really sure how, but it's uh, a show that's going to focus on Nick Fury. Which is kind of exciting because that's something that we haven't gotten uh, yet. So, yeah. I still remember that, like, him recruiting all the Avengers was like a week in his life. <laughs> like, it was like a like and so much stuff happened for to that guy. <laughs> yeah. So, you want so we're done with everything movie, TV series related. Carol, what did you want to talk about when it came to the theme parks? Okay, so the theme parks, we kind of touched upon movies, but the theme parks are expanding as well. For example, the Disney introduced a new cruise liner, which is called Disney Treasure. 
and they said that the theme will be exploration. Uh, I also think they also have some like cruises in Europe. And also, so three of the parks, uh, Disneyland Paris, Disneyland Resort Hong Kong, and Disneyland Tokyo Resort, they'll have each expansion to the park, which will be Frozen themed. Oh, of course. Yeah, that's why I wanted to bring it up, because like, it makes so much sense since Frozen was so successful. And Disneyland Paris will have like a major uh, overhaul to to make up with the Frozen uh, theming and expansion. Have you ever been to a Disneyland park? Not a single time. I've been to Legoland, but not any of the Disney parks. I have been to be Disneyland Paris, uh, I guess twice, really one time. The first time I was like, I was not even one year old the first time. So I've been there once, you can say. How was your experience? Uh, it was fun. Uh, I don't remember uh, that much, but uh, I remember that I had a great time at least. I've, uh, I I kind of wanted to go to any of the Disneyland's. I know it's it's. I'm not even that a, that a big of a Disney stan, but I just feel like it's one of these experiences that every single person who can wants to go to Disneyland. It's like one of the childhood dreams you had. Yeah, you you haven't lived on you until you've been in one of the Disney parks. Exactly. Uh, and going back to Zootopia, Disney Shanghai will have a Zootopia themed expansion as well. Uh, so, along with the announcement of the Disney 100, they released three, they had two announcements. So first one was Disney 100 Platinum Collection. Uh, it was it was basically like a clothing line with merch themed around platinum because it's like the hardest metal withstanding test of time. And if you have you heard of the buckle with 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 Minnie's ears? No. So basically, you, you know those Disneyland ears that they sell at the at the theme park. Yep. So at special occasions, they make some to co to celebrate specific events. This time, it's the Disney one hundred. 100 Platinum Celebration ear, he ear Headband for Adults. And it's a limited release. And what they wrote on the, web on the website is, Minnie is dripping with excitement as she celebrates the, the centenary the Walt of Disney Company in her typically fashionable style. You understand where they went wrong, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because it's like ears they're dripping like liquid platinum but it mm. I mean Minnie can can do whatever she wants she's an adult uh, another thing uh, Disney also released uh, limited uh, limited production Disney 100 years collection boxes uh, and I think they only sold them in Japan uh, <laughs> okay because yeah. So that's so that's why they are announcing that in an American event. No, no, no. This is information I found just googling because I was looking for the platinum collection, oh, but okay. because we are in Sweden, I couldn't access it. Oh, okay. Uh, so the Disney hundred, so the Disney hundred anniversary limited limited production box goes uh, for two hundred fifty dollars on eBay, and you have manga. You have comic books, you have posters, a calendar, a postcard, a Mickey plushie, and it's just like, a, it's a really nice collection, I have to say. 
several. I don't. I wouldn't even need, need to buy that. I know. I just think it would interest you. Uh, and also, alongside the hundred year anniversary, uh, they have announced a merch line focused on the characters throughout the decades. So they'll have a decade for the tens, for the twenties, for the thirties, for the fifties, and each of them will be themed around a certain character from that decade. Actually, that sounds interesting to me. That's, yeah, and I wonder because the earlier decades, I think they'll be, I hope they'll target it to adults because I don't feel like the little kids will be stoked about to get like a like Steamboat Willie uh, t-shirt or like a sweater. Look here, son, Mickey Mouse used to be black and white. And they'll say, Dad, that's old, that's, that's old man stuff. We want new stuff like Frozen or Wish. Mm. Um, nevertheless, they haven't released any pictures of their merchandise, so I think they will roll it out f a lot, like throughout the year. Maybe each month they will release a new thing. Okay. Uh, alongside with this, so it was uh, the Hundred Platinum Collection, then then there was the Decades Collection, and then they announced a World tour of the Disney 100 the exhibition okay so what it is is a, it's a showcase of never before seen crowd jewels of Disney history still so be props to be stills it will be like uh, like uh, pictures uh, like uh, concept art for a lot of their early and later work they have kind of released stuff like that before but I guess this is new material Exactly. So I and they released that it would be a world tour. So first they'll have it in the US and then they'll have it in Munich, Europe. So I think if you'd be interested, we can go and see it. Where in Europe exactly? Munich. So I think let oh, me okay. see. I'm I am bad at geography. It's in Germany. Yeah. You didn't know it was in Germany? Anyway. <laughs> And also I wanted to mention the mouse parade. So the cosplay competition that you told me about. I didn't uh, tell you about it. I just wrote it if you're interested. It was a cosplay event. And I was interested. So I wanted to check it out. And it is a paid event. So there isn't a lot of... The, you can only find certain highlights showing each costume like a couple of seconds, which really sucks. Uh, and right now there isn't any available information like from Disney about this year's mouse parade. Uh, I found some footage on YouTube and the costumes were pretty nice. Like there was a personification of the Disney parks, like a action girl variant with a keyblade. Okay. And it was really cool. <laughs> <laughs> and also... I, I did see a couple of photos about the people that... Uh cosplayed and uh, it looked like really well-made costumes I, gotta, I can say that yeah but they don't really show them that much I didn't even know there was a competition mm. if you haven't if you haven't written about it I haven't written about it I just wrote there was some kind of cosplay thing but this year it was funny enough it was hosted by a drag queen okay so, which is also my cup of tea. And she did, like, costume changes and sang all the villain songs at the beginning. It was amazing. Uh, and also, thank you for letting me know about Disney Legends. 
Okay. Which is another like a like a self flagellate not flagellation, it's like self important thing that Disney does that they give out awards for like a specific things for the company and making them like a Disney legend. Oh, the fact that I wrote in the document, we're going to skip over these spots and Carol in the end of the episode. <laughs> I'm going to bring all of them up. Okay, sorry, but I've already written about this before I look at the document. Okay. <laughs> because I went to the official D23 website and I went chronologically like through all the announcements. Uh, and I was like, that sounds really like self-congratulatory. Like you did so well for Disney. Here's a Disney award because it's Disney. I, I kind of feel like that award is, award started for more people that was kind of in the in working for the Walt Disney Company for a long time, like animators or thing or people that have meant a lot to the companies. But it feels like now they are just giving it to uh, a lot of. As uh, popular stars, yeah, I mean it, it makes sense. It, it ties them to Disney, and uh, they they give this this award like each year to a couple of people. So it kind of also loses the meaning. I feel like, and I also wanted to say like because I looked for the Wikipedia page for the award, like puppeteer of Kermit the Frog alleged that a company offered him consolation prize, including the Disney Legends Award in return for keeping quiet about the details surrounding his termination. So it's like, the award isn't like even legit. Allegedly, they give the award sometimes as leverage to keep things hush under the carpet. Just like, yeah, like here's a prize, don't talk about this. Yeah. It's horrible. You can be a Disney legend. <laughs> if you keep quiet about the harassment. <laughs> Oh, I, I saw that the, the Frozen cast at least were uh, getting I into this Disney Legends category. I mean, have you seen how much money Frozen made? I have seen it, Carol. I have <laughs> seen it. <laughs> at least they could have given them an award. Hmm. Well, uh, uh, that's that's all on my list. Anyway. Okay, and this episode is becoming really long. So as always, thank you for listening and we hope you enjoyed this as much as we have. Don't forget to follow, hit that bell icon or follow us on socials like Twitter. See you again in the next episode and have a wonderful day.